The Everyman Podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big dog. Daryl Campbell. How you doing, brother? Hey, man. Brother Jay. One day at a time. That's, That's what right. I'm doing. That's right. One foot One in front of the other. What was that a little Goku uh, pop you got there? Yeah, dude. It's fucking, fucking uh, Grand Tournament Goku, bro. Wow. Dragon Ball GT. Look at People that. don't consider it canon, but um, I kind of love this little guy. I got quite a few Jamie. pops. Big fan of the pops. I, I can't judge, you know. Uh, anybody who's uh, watched the video edition of the Everyman podcast, or you know, checked out our live streams on Twitch, you know, I, I got I got a couple of little oh, action figures. Stuff. Yeah, I got, some, got stuff. some stuff. I got some stuff. I got no room to judge. <clears throat> um, bro, another week, another pod. The Everyman podcast is here. Episode ninety-one coming in hot, hot in fuego. That's right, in fuego. That's right, and you know, Halloween is upon us. Um, you know, we talked last week about, I wasn't quite feeling it. And, you know, I got, that started the, that started the process. And, you know, we watched uh, a Halloween movie. We watched The Addams Family. Mm. The, the, the cartoon or just the No, the, the 90s, school. the 90s film. Ah, okay. uh, you know, young Christina Ricci. Um, mm. Yes, it's a, it's a good film. It's on Netflix. If you guys haven't yeah. ever seen that, you know, I highly recommend um, but you know, they just don't make, uh, they don't quite make movies like that anymore. You know, it's just like a, no, a good one off, you know, I think they did make a sequel to it, but it just, it's a good story. What are we thinking about Christina Ricci? I haven't even heard that, that name in a while. Well, it's funny you mentioned that Daryl, because as I'm watching the film, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this young gal and I'm saying, who is this? Yeah. I sense sense of resemblance i can't quite put my finger upon it and then i google i give it a quick goog and i'm like oh that's christina ricci and uh yeah she's doing well apparently yeah healthy she's healthy what was that other movie she was in when she was like chained up to something with samuel L. jackson uh that would be black snake moan great film that's what it was great yeah film she was she was interesting in that one again that's for sure very healthy in that film (laughs) very Very healthy healthy. (laughs) um yeah, it's, they had to chain her up. That's yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good. One. Uh, yeah, that's a Samuel L was on a run there. There's when snakes on a plane, oh, Black yeah, Snake dude. Moon, the big, the two big Samuel L snake movies. Um, Did you see Snakes on a Plane? I saw it in theaters twice in one day when the day it came out. What? So I'm assuming you thought it was awesome. Yeah. Fun fact: I've only done that twice. Really? Once with Snakes on a Plane. Actually, mm-hmm. I've done that thrice. thrice. Snakes on a Plane. Mm-hmm. The first Transformers movie. That movie was yeah. so sick. Me and my brother went and saw it. We saw it at like oh. seven o'clock. It was like just when they first started doing like the early Thursday. It was like they used to just do midnight releases back when yeah. movie. You know, if you're listening to this and you're from the, you know, you're 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 new on the these uncircumcised times here. There used to exist these c- cinemas where you would watch films together with other people in the dark, and it seemed like a good idea. Yeah, they call them the movies and the, the, uh, the, the theaters. Theatra. Um, <laughs> but they would just, they held fast on the midnight release. Then they started sliding it up. Now you can see shit on like Tuesday, the week before. It's if you're, mm-hmm. you know, they don't care. But um, yeah, we went at the, like seven o'clock and we walked out. We're like, that was fucking great. And then we yeah. looked up and it was like 1140 and we're like, dude, let's go see it again. We went right back in. Do it. Well, we bought tickets. Obviously, we went in, got tickets, get to the whole thing. But uh, yeah. And I guess technically AMC did this like Batman trilogy where it was like Batman Begins and then Dark Knight and then at midnight Dark Knight Rises. 
So imagine being in the big theater at AMC with a thousand of the sweatiest Batman fans um, all in one tight room for 12 hours almost. You know what I mean? I miss the movie theater, man. I miss that whole dynamic, man. Just going and watching watching the the flicks. As I've, that, as I've gotten older, it, it, you know, it's it's made me there's less and less movies that get me out to go see it. Part of that is just uh I don't know, maybe busy, but you know, there's some of the magic over the last couple because I don't know if it's the movies or I'm just turning into an old crankpot, I don't know. I like the like the the big like, you know, flagship movies yeah. like you know you're gonna get a shit Avengers, ton of for star wars spider-man or like that type of stuff so those are the ones i like to go to but Did you hear they're bringing you know. back uh toby mack for uh spider-man 3 dude i did not know that yeah they're doing like uh you know you saw uh the the spider-man animated film oh yeah loved it thought it was awesome and uh what was that <clears throat> called that's escaping me at the moment um uh, escape into the, uh, the universe that that Spider-Man one. Yeah, is that what yeah. You're talking about? So they're bringing that shattered <clears throat> universe to the Marvel universe, and Ooh. and they're bringing back both previous Spider-Mans. So Toby Mac is going to be his Spider-Man, and uh, the Eng- English fellow Andrew Garfield, I think, is his name. <laughs> uh, so there's going to be the multiple Spider-Man, and I'm hoping that uh, Spider-Pig somehow crosses oh, in. And, if, and, and this, I mean, ult, there's a lot of multiverse, um, you know, business going on. They're talking, they're doing Nick Cage, his, the, the, the Tim Burton Superman Nick Cage is finally going to happen on a film. And I'm, I'm going to be that. You better believe I'll be there for that. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Nick Cage is working on a movie about, about himself right now. What's the, what's the name of it? It's called The Unbearable Weight of Extraordinary Talent, I believe is what it's called. Mm. And it's a it's a it's like a he's it's a fictional movie about himself as himself being burdened with extraordinary talent and being too talented for common film. Pretty cool. I and I like think it's accurate. Else did that. I feel like somebody did something like that. It wasn't Tom Hanks. It was something though. Mr. Rogers? Mm-mm. Oh, well, but that's not, you know, like Mr. Rogers doing, you know, Mr. Rogers was... Yeah, it's like, I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, that'll be, you know, that'll be top tier. So, yeah, we so we got off on this movie tangent. We were talking about Halloween. Um, what's uh, what's your take on the, on the Halloween? You guys doing trick-or-treating for the boy? Like, what are you guys doing? So, like, I think, I think we're going to do it, like, just kind of around the neighborhood, you know? Um, last year... He did it at his school, which was really cool because they like kind of like had like all, oh yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, got to dress up, go through all the floors, and they had all these different like you know, kind of treasure hunt candy deals going on, which was which was kind of cool. But um, yeah, you'll be outside this time around. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else; you just got to make sure you check the candy and and all that other shit. I'm not too crazy on the whole COVID kit. Just you know, kick just as long as. Uh, you're, I mean, you're going to have masks on anyway, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of part of the holiday. Yeah, I mean, it's like you can't really not have have your children trick-or-treat. It's just like, hey, we're not going to do fucking Christmas because, ah, eh, going to do it. We're going to get to that in a second, but what's yeah. uh, what's the what's the, uh, the young man going to be? What's his Halloween? So, so his, thing, his thing 
this time around. And he's, he said he wants to be Sasuke from Naruto Shippuden because he likes the fact that he has, he's in, he's, he's in the Uchiha clan and mm. he has the Mangekyo shouting gun. So Mangekyo. Yeah. So the thing is to get him some, but I don't know how the thing's going to work with his eyes though. But you know, if, if he's cool with it, we'll get him some of those, you know, retina covers and make it look, make it look like his eyes are spinning into the whole Sharingan thing. So that yeah. sounds, uh, that sounds elaborate and exciting. And I, I wish him uh, many candy. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I grew up, we used to get so much fucking candy. It was insane because Dude, the neighborhood was so big ridiculous. The sections, you know, and we would just, we would go over, you know, across town and just load up and it was good times, man. Dude. It's awesome. I was talking to my um my dad. He said that like around the neighborhood, what they're gonna do back home is they're just gonna stock up like big get like big ass like just handful size bags, and just to be safe, right? So this might be like the best time to go trick or treating because my dad is like, yeah, like everybody around here is doing it. We're just gonna get like big like handful bags of candy and give each kid one. So it's like, can you imagine as a kid just coming up and just get this big ass fucking bag and like. Oh, and then you go to the next house and they're doing the same shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's I'm crazy. just going to put some uh, rub gloves on, you know, and just huck candy at children as they run past. I'm not even going to let them get up the drive. Yeah. I'm just going to f- hit them. And I'll say, listen, this is for your protection. There's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a Butterfinger for you. Like a ninja started shit. Because, you know, they won't fly very well. That's the look, They're going to kind of spin. You know, there'll be a little backspin yeah. on them. So, you know, might lose some, but I might hit some. So I think that's that's probably the best, safest bet. Um, and, you know, I want to give a special shout. I know we got the every man and every woman, you know, we're all over the world. And, um, you know, it is not lost on Daryl or I uh, that, uh, you know, everybody's got different things going on in different pockets mm-hmm. of the world and pockets of this beautiful, great nation of ours here, United States of America. And uh, I want to, you know, the our California everyman and every woman, um, you know, I empathize with thee because I, I was reading the restrictions placed upon ye for Thanksgiving. Yeah. You like that? Well, so the restrictions. So, like, basically gatherings must only consist of maximum three families. So like Mm. you can't have any, you you can have people, you can have like 10 people, but they can't come from more than three families. So like (laughs) your your wife's side, you know, (laughs) one from your side, me. But if you have a cousin that's from another household, no. Another faction. Out. No. Out. Mm-mm, not happening. Okay. You've heard of the kids table? You're not even there. You're you're fucking out. You're fucking not. You're outside of the fucking home table. <laughs> yeah, you're at your own table, pal. Yeah. Um, Damn, that sucks. Masks to be worn indoors. You mm. can take the mask off temporarily, quickly, while you eat, but you will need to place it back on afterwards mm. um definitely gonna get some food stuck in there i'm actually i'm i'm gonna i want to i want to read the exact wording of it because i want to i want to be specific right. um you know so i don't want do I, I don't want to i don't want to give misinformation um so all gatherings must include no more than three households including hosts and guests and must mm-hmm. be held outdoors lasting for two hours or less so um did that just rhyme yes that was not wow. my rhyme. That was not my rhyme for once. 
That was a, that was that was this rhyme. Um, this rhyme. The interesting thing is, I, I'd like to know the science on how they came to two hours and three households, because how do you know? How do you know two hours one minute is when the dangers increase? Like, wouldn't fifteen minutes be the limit? Like, if it if it can be quick and brief. You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't the party, shouldn't the gathering only last for 15 minutes? Especially when, like, fucking, it can lie dormant in your body before before actualizing for, like, 24 hours, dude. So, like, why would you, like, it shouldn't even be a a time limit. Like, you gotta figure that shit out. Quote, singing, chanting, and shouting are strongly discouraged. Strongly. Why would we want cheer like that to be? I strongly discourage pulling the fire alarm if there's no fire. I I strongly discourage drinking and driving. Yep. I don't know if I strongly discourage singing, chanting, and shouting. Yeah. What about talking? Does it say anything about talking? Physical, physical exertion significantly increases the risk of COVID-19 transmission because these activities increase the release of respiratory droplets and fine aerosols into the air. Because of this, singing, chanting, and shouting are strongly discouraged. So I guess the idea is you're spraying and praying, you know? You're, you're letting a right. little fluid out. I get that. Yep. I Last do get it. touch-ups on a Christmas tree, nope. It's just weird to tell somebody not to sing. I don't know. Again... It's- to each his own. I'm not. I, we're not advocating for any which way. I'm just reading for you all a, do, a you know an official document here. Yeah. Yep. Those who do participate in these activities should do so quietly, at or below the volume of a normal speaking voice. So they, they're saying the louder you go, the more spray you will create. So it's it's the audible level that determines how much spray comes out. Now this is this is where things really get kind of personal for me and I have a mm. lot of questions. And and when I heard this at first, I thought there's no way this is in a real thing. Right. That somebody, a highly paid, highly educated individual, probably several of them came together and this is what they decided upon. Mm-hmm. Pregnant pause. Have to have it. Musicians are allowed at gatherings but they must be from one of the three households. So no hiring, um, no hiring of any external musicians for any mood music. The, your musicians may come if they are part of that. You they count from a household. So you get three mm-hmm. households if you choose to hire a band for your gathering of two hours. Okay. The playing of any wind instruments, those that are played by the mouth, such as a trumpet or clarinet, is also, quote, strongly discouraged. Wow. Hmm. The playing of woodwind instruments is strongly discouraged. Strongly. Even Windows thinks that's absurd. Yeah. Look. Here's the thing, guys. And gals. Nothing we do in life is is without risk, you know. I mean, every everything we do has some some level of of risk associated with it that anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And I just think that at you know 
month six of two weeks to flatten the curve. Yes, we both personally know and have close individuals to us that have had serious issues with it. We're not saying it's not real at all. We know it is. But I feel yeah. like we also know a lot more in how to like handle it. Why can't you just say, you know, wear a mask, have a good time, try to keep your numbers limited. Yeah. You get into all this shit about woodwinds and clarinets, it immediately makes people like me think like, what are you trying to do here? Because yeah. I feel like you just are trying to control what I do. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it is. It's a form of control. I am mean, I am I over says, am I over am I overreacting? No, but, but I mean, you got to think about it. Anytime, in, anytime somebody limits <laughs> your intake of family based upon whether or not they're musicians, it's like. Uh, so, do you play the drums? All right, you're good. You, no, I'm sorry. You got to go, Bob. You can't. You get your clarinet out of yeah. my house now. Told you to start playing guitar two years ago. You didn't fucking listen to me. Sorry. You got to go. Come on, man. Saxophone? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, tuba? You're going to bring a, a COVID launcher into my house what? on Thanksgiving? How dare you? How dare you and your trumpet? How dare you? Oh, what, what next? You're going to want to sing and chant? <laughs> how, about play, how about pray really loudly and give us all yeah, COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, what, are you going to gather and pray together? Can't, Ooh. Can't can't these guys over here praying real loud? No. And I'll tell you what. I just, I want personal responsibility. I want to be held accountable for my actions. I want to be responsible for my doing well or not doing well. Yeah. Just like you want that. That's all I'm asking for. So, you know, that being said, am I about to plan a Thanksgiving throwdown of woodwinds and singing and chanting? No. As a matter of fact, it wasn't on my fucking radar to have a clarinet party ever in my life. But now it makes me want to have everybody come over and play kazoo. And break dance. And high five and kazoo. Obviously, I'm just kidding. We're not going to have a kazoo party. But you get my my drift. Kazoos are fun, though. They're They're fucking great. They're awesome. Shout out to the Funk Dynasty. I had a kazoo band in middle school. Mm-hmm. It was a cowbell and three kazoos. That's a real thing. Funk Dynasty, never can't, forget. Can't have enough cowbell. You just can't. Some might say. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, we're all, we're. I assume everybody listening to this is an adult. If there's kids listening to this. Now, does, it anywhere, does it say anything about masks? Like, hey. Yeah, masks, masks should be worn. Indoors and outdoors, and be six feet apart, and no woodwinds or brass instruments. But it's so funny how particular they are about family and singing and chanting. Yes, and all that's that. what I'm but saying not about masks. Like, why not equip yourself with an N grade or N95 level mask while you're at it to really help those respiratory right. molecules not get through? Or like, hey, if you've got, you know, let's or wrap let's... yourself in a Santa Prime bag. Let's get <laughs> let's get Grandma, you know, and old Uncle Teddy the N95s and leave them home. And yeah, maybe they should avoid the singing and the chanting, but you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it. If I have Thanksgiving dinner with my, with my parents, um, you know, 
Who knows? This pod could come back to bite me right in the hole, but I doubt it. Because you know why? Because I wear a mask when I go places and when I'm in public. And I uh, wash my hands. I'm not a fucking savage. And uh, you got to do what you got to do. That's huge, though. Like, the, the, the hand-washing thing is huge, bro. We still got people around here not wa- washing their fucking hands, bro. And you're never going to change that. Threes, there's, no, there's no law you can enact to make people uh, considerate enough to wash their <clears throat> hands. Same yeah. way, Same way it's not worth getting upset at somebody that doesn't use their turn signal when you're driving. Because it's like, guess what? That motherfucker is off to wherever he's going, and he is thinking zero much about you. So Absolutely. why let it bother you, you know? Absolutely. It's the difference between people making full stops and then doing the running the stop old roll through. thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. He's in a fucking rush. That's right. I had to go poop, officer. It actually happened to me. I got I got pulled over for running a stop sign. Oh, really? I was on my way home from work. you had to go poop? I had to go poop. And the officer approaches the vehicle, and I say to him, I say, Officer, I know why you pulled me over, and I don't mean to be rude. I have to take a shit. I, I swear to you, I have to take a shit. That's why I was lazy on the stop. And if you could please handle me with great haste, I promise. I don't have any warrants. I'll sit here like a good boy. But I have to poop. And my, my parents are right around the corner. And I have to poop. And he's like, you serious? I said, I swear. He goes, all right, listen. He writes me a ticket. He's like, "Come to, just come to court. And we'll deal with it at court. So I said, thank you, officer. Have a good night. Go home. Run upstairs. Take my poop. A couple months later, I show up at court. I see the officer. He goes, uh, remind me again what uh, what your deal was here. It says He's like, I see your address. This is, you ran a stop sign in your own neighborhood, man. I was like, yeah, but I had, he's like, are you the guy? Are you the shit guy? And I was like, <laughs> Yes. I had to take a shit. And he's like, oh, all right. I remember now. All right, cool. You don't have any... Yep, nope. All right, nothing. Here's the deal. Boom, 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 boom. Handled like gentlemen. Paid my final way out. God bless America. Yeah. I say this, one, because it's a nice little anecdote about uh, pleasant experience with the police because they are humans. Yeah. You know, contrary to popular belief, sometimes... Uh, and, uh, I'm not even going to go into that wormhole, but... It's, uh, it was a good time, and my point is, tell the truth. Even, no matter yeah. how embarrassing it is, because yeah. uh, sometimes they'll be like, they'll work with you. Well, tell the truth, and, and also uh, fucking do what that officer says. That would be cool. That's 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 just awesome, you know? Just, it's, I, I think, I think that a lot can be learned from that story. And it's, it's twofold. It's one, tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And two, do what the fucking officer says. You won't run into many problems if you just abide by those two things. Now, there's tons that you can run into when you don't. And the, the possibilities are fucking endless. That's right. Endless. They can go anywhere from, I don't know, fucking Jesus. Uh, a, a fine or fucking death. Like, dude, like... Mm-hmm. You just got to just fucking do what the officer said. Now, listen, we understand the world is going through a whole bunch of shit. You know what I mean? And shit happens. But I tell you what, a lot of shit can be avoided. <laughs> you fucking just be honest and fucking 
do what officers say. This has come from somebody who has friends who are officers, who has family members who are officers. And listen, this is, this is straight from the horse's mouth. A lot of shit can be avoided if you just do those two fucking things. Dude, listen, we had this on a pod before. Dude, I was fucking driving 160 <laughs> miles fucking per hour in a truck. In a truck. And I got pulled over. And you know what? The first thing the officer said is, you give me a one good reason why I should haul your fucking ass in jail right now. And I said, you know what? You got me. You got me pegged, officer. <laughs> I got there. Do you know? Do you do you know how fast you were going? Now I could have lied and said, oh, well, I was up, but no way, dude. I said, yeah, I was 166 miles an hour, and he laughed his ass off, and then we ended up having an awesome time, and he lifted up the hood of my Dodge Ram SRT10 truck, and then everything was great. But you know what? I feel that had I said like something totally in contrast to that, that would have been a bad day for DC. A really bad fucking day. It could you know? have gone. It could have gone many ways. You know, it, it just could have. Or if I decided to just, just fucking jump out of the car and do some crazy shit, I feel like a lot of bad shit could have happened. Yep. But you know what? No bad shit happened because I was just honest about fucking like, come on. Yep. Like, and listen, you know, we, we we're not naive. We know evil exists in this world, and there are horrible there are horrible people that get into positions of power, and that's not what we're Absolutely. talking about. And we've and we've consistently, you know, steadfastly are in agreement on this. And we've we've had a lot of conversation about these kind of things. And we're always keeping an eye on what's going on because we are concerned and and engaged, you know, on a lot of different levels. And um, there's so many there's so many places to go and 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 entertainment to engage with that tells you what to do or how to think. And it's not that Daryl and I don't have opinions. And we say this all the time, bro. We just want, we just want everybody to, to really think about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And, you know, along the way, when we have these great guests on the show, these great teachers, guys, like whether it's music or philosophy and, you know, just in, in athletics, I mean, these life lessons that we, we discuss, on here, you know, they, they translate to this world that we're talking about, you know, it's, it's real. And if, if that can be a, you know, we can be a, a little moment of laughter in your day, or you get a little nugget of information. That's what it's all about. And then you pass yeah. that on and share it with somebody else and, and you lead by example. And one by one, you know, it's like uh pay it forward. Did you ever see that movie? Hell yeah, dude. Great film. Awesome. Hard to watch now. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, allegedly. Yeah. However, um, phenomenal film. And then the basic concept is, you know, uh, one good thing to one person echoes throughout a whole community. It turns into a whole town. turns into a whole state. turns into a whole country. turns into a whole planet. And um, yeah. I believe that. That's why I try my best, even though I get frustrated and I get angry or I get you know, uh, irritated with something, you know, during my, during my day life. Um, like we all do here. Yeah. You, you got to try your best to, to always be the sunshine and, um, you know, because you'll pass it on and somebody will pass it on to you and, you know, you just keep it going and then everybody will, uh, you know, be together. I love it, man. 
I love it. There's a, you know, <clears throat> and here's the other thing. No shortage of, uh, let's call it controlled messaging <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from, uh, you know, every single media entity and brand quote unquote telling you to go do something. Oh yeah. You know, my, my thing is, listen, if it's on your heart, do it, yeah. but don't do something because fucking Reese's peanut butter cups told you to go do it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you know what I mean? I love some Reese's peanut butter cups. I do too. If they tell me to go fucking slap somebody or burn down a shop or fucking judo chop someone, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So much as I love them. I just, you know, I don't know. It's just weird to me. There's just so much weirdness and it's like, I don't know if I'm just getting older and my perception of the world is changing because of my life is changing and I'm getting into new eras in my life. I don't know. Or maybe the world is getting fucking crazy, Daryl. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think it might be a mixture of both. I think it's, it's just the world getting crazy. And then again, we've talked about this several times over. It's just the sense of community is lost in a lot of different places and people aren't adhering to the golden rule, man. Quite literally, if you just treat somebody the way that you feel that you deserve to be treated, yep, you can be fine. It's the golden rule. Happening. No, it's not fucking happening. You know what I mean? No, it's, 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 it's just not happening. And it's, it's a shame and it's unfortunate. Um, because this everything could be so much better if we just adhere to that. You right. know what I mean? Things don't get blown out of proportion, and people act like they got fucking sense, man. And that's the problem. You got people out here act- acting like they don't have sense, and just like you said, they're listening to, to too much social media and too many this sides and too many that sides and not really, like, just taking care of your fellow man, bro. Like, that's what it comes down to. Right. You know? Like and I- it has nothing to do with fucking color, man. Like, Mm-mm. put that shit in the... Like, put that shit out there. It has absolutely nothing to do with fucking color. Seriously. Your heart is red just like my fucking heart is red. How about color? You feel me? So, like, nah, dude. I I just... I, I could never... I could never wrap my head around that, you know? Just coming in from a music upbringing, it's like, can you play? Oh, okay, cool. Let's jam. Yeah. You know how many fucking weirdos and people I just Bro. genuinely didn't like, but they could play Bro. that I've jammed with just to like get the experience. Several. Everybody Dude. has. And it's like I don't I could give five fucks less what you do, what you are, where you're from. You know, it's like are you a good person? How do you treat me? How do you treat others and what kind of people do you surround yourself with? You know? That's kind of like how I judge character and and integrity. Straight facts. Facts of life. Facts. Um, But yeah, man, the golden rule, you know, do unto others. You know, you don't have to credit that to the big big J-man. But, you know, just because Jesus said it doesn't mean it's a bad idea. So (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I know you probably might have thought I was calling myself the big J-man. I'm not the big J man. That's Jesus. Even though you are brother J and you are the I'm big like J a medium, man. I'm like a medium sized J man. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But yep. uh, on, you know, on another note, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers six and zero, big, big time. Yeah. They uh, are raping T- people, bro. TJ Watt was 
harassing and assaulting, um, just manhandling. That's the definition of manhandling, what he was doing to that poor right tackle mm-hmm. for Tennessee. But then Tennessee almost came all the way back. Ben didn't have a good game. I saw that. I saw that shit. I saw um, that shit. But I look at Derrick Henry, and I think of, like, you. Because you guys are, like, the same size. Dude, he's the same. He's, he's 6'4", 240 pounds. Like, if you got super svelte, I just, that's terrifying. Dude, it's disgusting. Six somebody six four two forty running a four three like five, stop. Everyone's gonna be six four soon, bro. Did you see that? It might have been like two or three uh, weeks ago where he, he put the stiff arm. Oh on God, the, Norman. Yeah. Oh, horrendous. America. <laughs> yeah, it's like a MMA like maneuver that he pulled. It looked like his hand was magnetic to his helmet. You know, like he's fucking. That like control portion of it, like somebody just like they almost look weightless. It's like, like it was like it was like he got stiff armed in zero gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm all I'm all for it. We were uh, actually we're you know um, my fiance and I are, are planning our wedding. We're getting mm-hmm. uh, getting ready for that, and we went up to a to the venue. This was the first time I was seeing it. I didn't actually get a chance to see it with everybody because it was like the, the appointment was scheduled the day I went back to work. It was a whole big ordeal. Yeah. And uh, we were watching. We were at the venue. We saw it's beautiful, you know. Um, and I was watching the game. Saw a little bit of the game. I'm trying to pay attention. Pay attention. Wait. Oh, yeah, this is really good. And then I'm like, yeah, you're like well, I've also at... got 50 bucks on, you know, Steelers right, right, Titans because right. the Steelers were an underdog. So I'm like, you know, watching them. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not a big predictor. But I don't know who's. I mean, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I think that's where we're headed. The yeah. AFC, um, which would be good. But hell yeah, dude. But I can't wait to uh, see them play the Ravens this weekend. It's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. Young Lamar. Oh, yeah. See, see him, see him. Uh, they might, they might have a blueprint, man. I think they're gonna. Watt. I think there's no way they can contain him from running, but they can definitely keep him from getting the ball downfield. Yeah. So I, I think I think you just let him run all day long, let him put up 400 yards, who gives a shit, but just, you know. Well, Pittsburgh has done that before, man. That's, they just yeah, make that's, teams one-dimensional. That's yeah. all you got to do. Deal, deal with the shit you know you can't. If it's, if it's one thing you can't, okay, cool, fuck, but they're not going to fucking burn us. So yep, yep. you're going to have to beat us with your feet for fuck, four, four fucking quarters or that end overtime. So well, like, you see they signed Des Bryant mm, to practice squad. Poor Des. Yeah. I felt bad for him when he, he blew out his Achilles that late in his career. Yeah. I never really understood what happened with him, like, in, in Dallas. Like, I guess it was a personality thing. And then he, like, but that was, like, the end of his, like, prime years. It seems like he got yeah. kind of, you know... Sucks. You never know, you know, from the outside. But speaking of which, I'll tell you what, um, you know, the pro wrestling fan in me ah. sees sees Antonio Brown signing with Tampa Bay Ugh. while the Steelers are 6-0. and And I all I can think of is the storyline. Tom mm. Brady taking his new team. He's an old fucking man taking him to another Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Antonio Brown gets to show the Steelers like the the, Dude, the drama would be days from an explosion. <laughs> I hope his contract is day to day. 
bro. It's it. it you should like, have an hour to hour contract. You, can you imagine the amount of escalators that are in that, or like the out clauses that are in that thing? His fucking contract probably looks like a mesh jersey. How many holes there are in it just to get out of it? Like, bro, there's there's no. And then you got to think like the like this. We're talking about we're talking about Bruce Arians like on record like formally saying like yeah, dude, like there's no fucking way. Yeah. Well, it's Tom Brady. That Tom Brady wants him. So Tom Brady shall have him. Well, BA was there, man. He knows. He knows what the fuck's up. Bro, it's over. This Again, kid's got when Mike Tomlin, when Mike Tomlin's had enough of you, I think, I think you've been had enough of. Oh yeah. Similarly, on my thoughts with, now we'll get we'll get into that. But what's his name? The old Raiders coach, uh, Hugh Hugh Jackson. Mm-hmm. When Hugh Jackson was giving up on players in like Cleveland and stuff, you'd just be like, "Man, come on! You can't play for Hugh Jackson. Who the fuck can you play for?" Dude, you know? Yeah, I'll go play for Hugh, even though he was a Browns coach. But mm-hmm. wedding season is coming for me. Halloween it's is coming. here. It's coming. You know, I, I think there's something going on next week. I don't know. You know, I have been out of the loop. Who knows what's coming around <laughs> the bend? Um, but I'll tell you what, what two things I've got recommendations for guys and gals, uh, Daryl, I sent it to you. The Meshuggah live at not fest. Oh yeah. 2019. Meshuggah is not really something that you, that you do. It Meshuggah happens to you. Like it's like an assault. Um, highly recommend that. And, uh, obviously, you know, the new set record, still spinning that, still enjoying the shit out of that. Uh, Chance and the boys, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to Zach and Chance there. Um, shout out. We got some cool episodes coming up in a couple weeks. James Labrie, singer of Dream Theater, um, more more famously known as the father of Chance Labrie. Yeah. Um, I think that's how I'm going to introduce him when he comes back on the show. The father, the father of Chance Labrie. The father of Chance Labrie. Yeah, that'll be good. Be a good one. Uh, he's coming on here in the podcast. Um, very soon. Well, it'll be out very soon. He's yeah. coming on the, the podcast with us tomorrow, or in two days. But to you, it'll be in a couple of weeks when the uh, yeah. the new live Dream Theater album comes out. Uh, we're going to talk about his solo record that's coming out. A lot of cool, exciting stuff. So really excited mm-hmm. about that. And uh, today, you know, we're trying a little different. We started playing some, some you know, tasteful tunes um, on the way out. And I think I'm going to ride with it because, you know, Tasteful. we're not on YouTube and, you know, why not? So, no, this is, this is going to be right out of, way out of left field. So, uh, Devin Townsend's newest, um, album order of magnitude live, uh, in London. It's, it's a collection of his, basically his new live performance band. Uh, Devin Townsend is, is a musical genius in my mind and just fun factoid him and Chad Kroger are from the same little Canadian town of like 2000 people. And they're like two of the greatest songwriters alive. Um, but, uh, this is a cover and I hope you enjoy it. Daryl, as always, my brother, I love you, man. Hang tight. Love you too. Keep it right. And, uh, every man and every woman will catch you around the bend. We'll see you. Laters.